This is part three of our NACMA Three Pillars at Work uh, recap conversations. I am joined today by our uh, guests and hosts that went to the uh, University of Texas um, in November for a busy, busy week, busy weekend of uh, basketball and football, including uh, ESPN's College Game Day. So joining me today is Alyssa Leonard, Associate AD for Marketing at Vanderbilt University, Scott Peace, Associate AD for Marketing and Fan Engagement at Kent State University, and Jennifer Chow, who is the Senior Director of Fan Experience at Stanford. And then from our host school, Texas, is Charles Branch, Assistant AD for Marketing. Thanks, everybody, for hopping on. Absolutely. Looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, so we'll hop uh, right into it. Um, like I said, busy, busy weekend for uh, the team marketing team down at Texas, and then for all of you to get to experience. But uh, Thursday night men's basketball game, Friday tour of the facilities. Sounds like you met with a lot of the athletic staff. Friday night a women's basketball game. Early morning on Saturday uh, to go see college game day in Austin, and then uh, Saturday afternoon football versus TCU. Um, so really, really big day, uh, big weekend all around. But um, for our, our three guests, just want to start with you and uh, what interested you in participating in the Three Pillars at Work program? Uh, I'll start. Jennifer here at Stanford, since this is just an audio recording, so you have no idea who's talking. Um, I think for me, I definitely like absorb things when I go to athletic events I always joke around with my friends like don't go to a sporting event with me because I can watch the game but I'm also going to look at other things too so what better resource than to go to obviously one of many times a finalist as marketing team of the year go to Texas to see how they do it and that was basically why I applied for it like let's just go check in with this marketing team who's willing to share their ideas and be a resource for us, see how they get it done, the behind the scenes thing, because I think we're all interested in that because we can see a great idea, but the reality of it is, is how do you scale up at an institution like that? What's the staffing like, the resources, et cetera, et cetera. And how obviously all the groups in external relations as it pertains to marketing, how do they go get that idea done? Because not everything is, is done unilaterally. So that's why I applied for it. And Texas was a great host and we got really lucky, I think, as a group to to go when they had postseason game day football, the big one of the biggest games of the season for them and basketball starting. So I thought it was just, you know, lightning in a bottle that we got to experience that. Yeah, um, this is Alyssa from Vanderbilt. I would echo um, exactly what Jennifer was sharing. I think, you know, so often in sports, we go and watch other sporting events, but don't actually have the access to the people who are making it all happen. And, you know, you might email them afterwards, like, hey, this was awesome, or I thought this was super cool, but they might not, you know, be able to answer it, how they were feeling in real time or live, or you might not have all of the behind the scenes and planning information that went into it. I think what's so awesome about this three pillars at work program is you're not just going to the games and like sitting there by yourselves and watching and observing, you know, Texas did an awesome job of giving us a whole weekend experience. Like we met with almost every different representative from the external team. We got to sit in on run throughs. And so you could see the adjustments they made from run through to game day. You got to understand the why and the how for a lot of things. Um, 
And so I think that that's something that's super impactful with this is we all know, like we're, we're stealing ideas from each other all over the industry all the time, but this program gives you the opportunity to really like be in the, the how and the why for a weekend of another school. And when we take a step back and see how other people are doing things, it's like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Or like, why are we not doing it this way? Or, Hey, the things that we're doing are working at another school too. Let's keep that going. So it's just like a more immersive opportunity to go to a game or games like we got to and, and experience it and, and live it with the people who are doing it in your job somewhere else every single day. Yeah, Scott from Kent State here. I think it's very similar for me as well, you know, in terms of why I was interested in applying in the first place was probably twofold. One, um, I'm very close with someone else who had been accepted into the program previously, and I think he actually went to Texas as part of his trip. So like Jennifer said, they are routinely in um, marketing team of the year, and I think we'll get into why that is here in a little bit. But um, so I knew firsthand from him what a great experience he had. I think that was maybe in the spring with baseball. So it was a little bit different of an experience. I think our group specifically kind of hit the jackpot in terms of what all was going on that weekend and got to experience. I don't think I could have picked a better place at a better time. Um, and then otherwise, um, you know, it's just almost kind of like a no brainer, like as a plug to get other people to sign up. Um, most of the expenses are covered and you literally get firsthand access to um, you know, marketing teams of the year. That's who you're visiting as the three finalists for marketing team of the year. Um, and no offense to the other two, but Texas was my top choice. So I'm glad it all worked out. So um, I guess not to echo too much what everyone else says, it just seems like such a no brainer and would encourage other people to apply because um, was definitely able to take a lot from it. Absolutely. I think it sounds like a really uh, awesome experience. And like, like you all said, it, there's a reason that the uh, University of Texas is always in that top three, top five, and being a finalist. Um, so once you each were selected, um, how did you go about preparing for the trip? Was there anything that you tried to do ahead of time to make sure that you made the most out of your experience? I can start on that one. Um, I wouldn't say I did a whole lot leading into it other than um, getting familiar with who all we'd be meeting with because um, we were able to get the itinerary in advance, which was super helpful. So um, did some pretty basic research on the staff and the campus and things like that, just to have a base of knowledge going into it. Um, and then I mentioned I had a call with um, someone else previously just to get um, his thoughts on what he expected. So that was definitely helpful as well. But I wouldn't say a lot of preparation necessarily went into it. Uh, for me, I actually was supposed to be a part of the previous cohort. Um, so I got to sit on my, my hands for a little while on this trip, but the lens at which I approached this was very different from when I initially applied it. I actually changed jobs in between. So I think that's what was critical to my preparation was now I was looking at it through my Stanford lens versus the previous institution that I was at. And I saw Texas as an opportunity to observe someone who's always really in the standings for that director's cup, that capital one cup against us at Stanford. And how do they support across all the programs that they have constantly winning conference championships, being in contention for national titles? How do they support all of that? So for me, it was more about kind of observing the differences or the nuances between sport to sport. Obviously you're going to see football as 
the apex, right? Everything's going to go into that. That's all hands on deck. But what's the support over here with women's basketball and men's basketball when it's non-conference? So needless to say, it's full tilt, right? Because it's Texas, bigger is better. And they were going all ham into that, which I respected because it's a lot of work. Um, but basically, yeah. So what I was preparing for was just, again, by observation, just seeing how they get things done, but also through the lens of like, how can I take that back? and apply. So all the questions that I had kind of preloaded in my brain were like, okay, who's responsible for that? How much does that cost? Okay. So if someone's doing that, then who's doing this, who's responsible for this. So that's for me, it was all about how do they do this efficiently and basically how do they get it done? So those are basically what I pre-prep heading into Texas. Yeah. And I would say from my lens, you know, also for me, again, nothing against the other two schools. Texas was my first choice as well, because the other two schools are in our conference in the SEC. And for us as Vanderbilt, we're going through a time of tremendous change here where our athletic director is constantly challenging us in the best way to be the best, you know, athletic department in the country to service our student athletes, the best in the country to be the best external team, all of these things. And so I went to Texas to like really you know, and it opened my eyes way more than I anticipated. And again, we'll get to this in a second, but like, what are the things that we are not doing that we need to be doing? What are the things that we are doing, but not doing as well as we can be? What are our gaps? What are, what are the learning opportunities? And so similar to Scott, you know, did some generic basic research on the things that, you know, Texas is who we were going to be meeting with, what their game day looks like. You know, I mean, Charles can speak to it. The, their I forget the name of it, sorry, but their pregame village and festival and Texas carnival is like the, I like literally was texting everyone. I was like, it puts our Vandyville to shame and not in a bad way. It's just, it's, it's so much bigger and better. And so I think I went into it with that lens too. And similar to what Jennifer was sharing, like trying to figure out who would be responsible for what, as I headed into the weekend so that I could ask those people, the appropriate questions or observe the things that those people were working on so that I could then bring it back to our team and say, Hey, this area, like connect with Texas or connect with these people. These are the things that they're doing really well. And so I think it's just a matter of two, what you were also trying to get out of that weekend prepared you, you, you prepared a little bit differently. Um, and then similarly, you know, also connected with people who had gone on the trip before to other schools. What, what did they enjoy? What did they wish they did differently and, and such? And again, like this industry, we're all so connected. And so just talking to people, looking at who people are, where they've been, what they've done um, is is so important. And, you know, I think it, I, I don't think I could have properly prepared for everything I got out of the weekend, um, but glad that I was able to go in with some questions and, and things that I was specifically looking for. Well, that's great. That's all all really good answers. And um, jumping over to you, Charles, uh, from the host side, I know you had a had a lot going on, so there may not have been as much to necessarily prepare for these specific guests that, that you would have liked. But um, what did you and your marketing team at Texas do to prepare um, to host and then that maybe some other schools in the future could emulate? Sure. I think first and foremost, is just making sure that we could put on a first class experience for our guest here. Um, everything from just the travel arrangements the second they got here in Austin and then the second they stepped foot on campus, uh, making sure that we're there, open arms, ready to welcome our guests and, and really, again, um, provide something that they're going to be able to take back to their campuses. But I think we're going to get into this in a little bit. It's very much um, a two-way experience for us. I was able to learn as much from our guests as they were from us. Um, so 
just really making sure you mentioned we had a men's basketball game, a women's basketball game, both that were in our brand new arena, Moody Center. Um, I think that was our second men's basketball game and first women's basketball game. So we were working through a lot of challenges that come with a new arena uh, that our guests here saw, uh, but being able to share that with them, making sure that they um, really had that all access that they need to see um, behind the scenes there. And then uh, certainly the football game, uh, adding the ESPN College Game Day, which at the beginning of the season when we uh, selected this weekend was not something that we were anticipating. But when that came, uh, we were ready to roll up our sleeves and get to work and make sure that uh, we could uh, integrate our guests into that experience as well. Nice. Uh, so, you know, jumping back to our three guests, um, was there anything that really stuck out to you as impressive or maybe surprised you getting to see it in person about how uh, Texas ran their, their game day for, for football and basketball? Um, I'm just the people. Like, from top to bottom, whether it was the student intern to the basically Chris Del Conte, everyone was bought in, right, to this to this weekend to this game, to this event. And I think that's what's so impressive is when you're able to collectively get everybody on the same page, driving towards the mission, that's when you see magic happening. And I think that's what Texas was able to accomplish around that game day, but across all those other sports too, you can't forget they were hosting so many events. Don't forget the postseason event that we didn't go to, but we walked right outside the venue for. So I think for me, that was the biggest takeaway is how do you rally so many people to buy into the larger mission and give everything they got for it and just execute at such a high level? I thought that was the most impressive thing. Biggest takeaway for me. Yeah, I I think, too, you know, first and foremost, like everything was just bigger and better, like every single thing, like even the way that, you know, they do pregame run throughs, like how all that works, you know, just the people that are present for that um, was, was really a takeaway for me, but I would a thousand percent echo what Jen was just sharing of, I mean, we were constantly in a spot where like people were like, oh, like th this is going to get fixed. And we were like, what, what's wrong? Like they were like this graphic, it, it doesn't look good. And you're like, oh, okay. Like looks good to me, but okay. And so I think it's just like the investment level in Texas and the pride in every single thing that they're doing, it it just pays dividends in every single output that exists, you know, from again, like from the game day, you know, being there to hand out donuts at 4 a.m. Like we kept joking with Charles all weekend, but like we don't think he slept. We don't think he stopped moving. Like I don't even know if he sat down. But and it's just not one person that entire weekend complained or looked tired or had a frown on their face or made us feel like we were inconveniencing them. Like on top of all of these things, they were hosting these three random strangers who just kept asking all these questions and telling them how awesome their stuff was. And at no point was it like, hey, I just need a break or can you guys just like go do something else for a minute or, or slow down? And I think you know, when you're so bought into delivering a first-class experience for your fans, for your student athletes, for everyone who touches your program, for the people you work with every single day, like that's what happens. And it's, you know, even down to the meetings that they have when we were sitting down and meeting with external folks, like, okay, what's the mission of this meeting? What, it, what, are, what are you trying to get out of it? Like every single thing had a purpose and a mission and a, and a task and an efficiency to it. And I think that's where you can get to the level of the way that they operate because everyone's so bought in, like Jen said, and wanting to do everything the best level possible. There, there, there was no weak link the entire weekend on anything that we saw. 
Yeah, I think for me, I mean, I went in to this whole weekend with extremely high expectations, and I think literally every part of it surpassed those. So, you know, if the question was what surprised me or impressed me, really it was constantly both of those things the whole weekend. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, obviously um, on the marketing side, Texas is always a contender for marketing team of the year, and they won, and that's why we were there. But also all of all of their athletic programs are consistently um, competing for national championships year in and year out. And just to see kind of like was already mentioned, the intentional effort that went into that and that none of those things happen by coincidence is because everyone's bought in because everyone's working towards common goal um, and is very intentional about those efforts. So that really stuck out to me. Um, some other things. Um, Charles mentioned the Moody Center, was definitely very impressed by that. Um, having just opened that up, um, was a beautiful venue for basketball, it was super cool. Um, like Alyssa said, there were some things that were like, oh, we gotta work on that for next time. And I was already blown away by the previous version. So I think that says a lot. Um, the football pregame experience was another thing that really stood out to me. Um, I had heard a lot about this just from talking to people and even on some other podcasts about Bevo Boulevard and the Midway and all those things. Uh, that's another thing that surpassed my wildest expectations. I think that, I mean, I haven't been everywhere, but that's probably, in my opinion, the the standard for what a pregame fan experience should look like, um, just between the live music and the food and the activities and just everything going on and kind of being cohesive and telling that story on game day was awesome. And then this was already mentioned a little bit too, but just the attention that Charles and the rest of the staff were able to give us throughout the entire weekend when they would have had every reason to, like Alyssa said, kind of ask us to step aside. And that never happened one time. Um, I know it probably didn't feel this way to Charles, but just the whole staff just handled the entire weekend very gracefully, I think is the word. Um, it really blew me away. So um, plenty to be impressed and surprised by, um, but those are just some of the things that stood out. And Charles, kind of on this topic of, you know, a lot going on and um, really just the overall um, quality of, of work that you, you and your team put out. But were there any aspects of the Texas game day experience or the overall weekend that you were most excited about to share and really proud of that you, know, you wanted to emphasize to, to your three guests? I think for me personally, that, that Texas football game day experience, it's something that we really built out starting in 2018 and just kind of have continued to grow that. Um, but we hadn't really had an opportunity through this platform to share that with anybody in person. Um, our The first year where we hosted Three Pillars at Work was a virtual Three Pillars at Work. And it's just, you know, at that point, I think we were all tired of Zoom presentations and virtual chats and all of that. Um, and then you mentioned last year was the first year we got to host guests on campus, which was phenomenal and had a great weekend at baseball. Um, but being able to share that football pregame experience was special. Awesome. I bet. Um, so, you know, for the, our three guests, if there was, were there any takeaways that you, um, have been able to implement back on campus or plan to implement, um, maybe next fall, but anything that really jumped out that you're, you're planning to, uh, take back to your campuses? Test a request for more money. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to go back to Beaver Boulevard and Longhorn City Limits because I don't think you understand that experience until you're there. And Scott and I, Alyssa probably, I don't know if you remember, but I kept looking at you guys when we were out of earshot from Charles or anybody else. I'm like, 
this is amazing. Like, this is not, this did not, this could not translate in a Zoom presentation. This could not translate unless you physically were walking around and experiencing it. So um, I think, I think that's something that I would love to implement on my campus is just the a proper pregame experience. I don't even think it should be called that. It's like a festival in itself. I don't know if you have any data on it, Chuck, but like how many people actually just come to do that and not even go to the game? You probably have data on that, let's be real. Um, so for me, like that's, but we can like sample things from it, right? Like I think what I was surprised about was it's not just the carnival games that are there. There's also like actual business activations happening there, but in a different way. Like what's what I remember so vividly, it's that scoomchy pink, you know, uh, booth. And it looked like I was at an expo or something because they had product, but there was an experience for just like young kids if they wanted to go do that. Like that's such a unique thing. How did they, how did you get that conversation? There was one thing I wish I would have asked from the Learfield group, but I just thought that that was, that's how far they've taken it, right? It's not just a dunk tank with maybe somebody in it. This is a whole nother level of like a uh, partnership execution. And I think that creative thinking is something that we definitely, I would love to implement over here at Stanford. So I think that's just something I wanted to call out is what I'm actively trying to like reform how we think about a game day execution. Yeah, I, I joked about it at the beginning, but, you know, at, at Vanderbilt, we have what we call Vandyville, which is our, you know, pregame entertainment for fans. And, you know, uh, two years ago, we really put a lot of attention to our kids zone and all these things. And like I said, you know, I was like literally texting my boss. I was like, our Vandyville feels so pathetic right now. And to Jen's point, like you don't understand the feeling of walking around that footprint of everything feeling like you're at a football game day and you're just being welcomed by Texas athletics until you're walking around. Like we just kept walking. We're like, there's more, there's more. And then next thing we knew we were like in the middle of Bevo's parade and Chuck's like, come with us. And I'm like, this is like one of your team walks. Like only like, this is for, you know, Bevo, like this isn't even, you know, and so I think just like figuring out how and where we can replicate that and not even replicate it, just up our ante, like slowly, but surely as time goes on to, to create that holistic experience, because I think that's one of the biggest takeaways too, is like, you have this holistic experience, like you park your car and you could be entertained for the entire day. And just for any age group, you know, you've got the carnival games, you've got food trucks, you've got alcohol, you've got, you know, all these Learfield booths, like our team was probably so sick of me the week after I got back, but I was emailing all these people, photos and ideas and pictures and, you know, different things like that. Um, so I really took that away. Um, I mentioned it before too, but like their meeting structure, I thought that that was really impressive the way that they were sharing different meetings that they have weekly or how they went through pregame run throughs, just like what it looks like when different groups come together to prepare for either game day, prepare for the week, prepare to communicate to their fans and things like that. Um, and then lastly, for us at Vanderbilt, you know, we're in the process of major construction projects and we're not necessarily going to be opening a brand new venue, but the Moody Center and, you know, again, we talked about it too. Like they were like, oh, just come back later. Like this is not up to standard. Like the, like this is just a basic run of show for us. And I'm looking around, there's the projectors, there's, you know, the on field on the on court pyro and all these things. And so I think the Moody Center that opening really had that wow factor. And it wasn't 
the video boards weren't blinking. They weren't turning off. You know, there weren't all these glitches. Like the, the things that quote unquote went wrong are things that the general public couldn't see. And I think that that's something that's really impactful for when you're going to move forward to open a new venue or roll out new renovations, new tools and, and, you know, awesome things that you can work on. Like they, they did it really top, top notch. They did not miss a beat. And I think that's really kind of helped me come back to our team and challenge them of like, okay, we're going to have a brand new video board and ribbon boards at football in two years. Like we got to be ready for it. Um, and so I, those were my big three things. If I could chime in real quick, uh, something you said about things that went wrong. Uh, funny story here, but I don't know if y'all remember the chaotic moment we had at football where our pregame timing was thrown off like four to five minutes because the jump team was way off their timing to which we had to push our football intros. So basically everything that should not have been on the field at the same time was, and we got this incredible photo from that moment where 10 things were happening at once that should not have been happening. And that moment is uh, going to be our football schedule poster for this year. So at least I'll have a nice memory of as bad as it was in the moment, there's something amazing that came out of it. But awesome. <laughs> I'll also chime back too. not one person on the field that we could see working, looked frazzled, looked like anything was wrong. You know, Jen Scott and I are all like, whoa, like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, how do they make this happen? And like, I don't even know if I knew until this moment, like how much quote unquote went wrong in that moment, but it, it didn't feel like it. It didn't look like it. If you had never been to a Texas game before, you're like, oh, wow, they've got everyone down to a spot and they're not running into each other. So yeah, I definitely would agree with that. I didn't notice that anything had gone wrong. I was just kind of soaking it all in. And we kept trying to get Charles to drink water and make sure he was hydrated and, and well-fed. So we were worried about him. But um, I'll mention two things in terms of what I wanted to take away. And um, I came into this a little bit different in that the school I was at doesn't have football at all. Um, so, you know, I was a little bit worried um, about what my experience would look like, how much I could take away. You know, the school I was at um, is a mid-major school. There are 2,000 students. There's not a lot of apples to apples going on there, but I was still able to take a lot away. Um, and I also knew that I had a goal of getting back to a school with FBS football, which is actually where I'm at now in Kent State. Um, so I kind of took a lot of that and put it away and made some notes and just saved it for when I would need it, which ironically I do need now, which is awesome, um, which comes at a good time. Like we have a new coach. Part of why I was brought in is to really enhance game day. So now that I've seen the highest level of game day, um, you know, I'm not going to pretend like that's something we're going to replicate in year one and all of a sudden be Texas game day. But there are little nuggets, I think, that we can take away and build on. Um, so that was really cool to see. And then I think the other part that I took away was really just the interaction and collaboration between departments. And Alyssa kind of touched on this, but the way that they structure their meetings, everything has a purpose, everyone's working towards the same goal, um, which is so impressed with the way that people interacted with each other. Um, and I think that is something that anyone at any level could have taken away just, you know, even outside of sports like this, at the end of the day is a high level organization it, that just so happens to be an athletic department, like it's really well run uh, and very professional environment. So I think a lot of people could have taken something away from that even outside of sports. So those are probably the two biggest for me. That's a, that's a really great sentiment, Scott, and um, good point that, you know, don't, you don't have to 
uh, necessarily be in sports to appreciate how well an organization like that athletic department runs. So last question um, for the podcast for you, Charles, um, you know, in the interest of fostering ideas in both directions, um, what did you and your marketing staff at, at Texas learn from your conversations with your, um, your guest recipients? And was there anything that you guys were able to take away? I think for me and for our team, it just reinforces us in this community of college sports and how many shared experiences we have, how many of the same challenges we face, no matter if we're FBS or FCS. I feel like I recall a couple of instances uh, during uh, that weekend where uh, Scott, Alyssa, or Jennifer would get pulled away because uh, they were working through a challenge on their respective campus. And, you know, I'm sitting there saying, we deal with the exact same thing here at Texas. And us being able to talk through how we manage that, um, you know, I think that's something that's incredible about what we all do. And um, certainly for us being able to just um, have that collaboration and, and share with each other and um, learn how we may be able to better um, attack those challenges when they come our way. That's great. That's great. Um, thank you all for hopping on. Anyone have any last words, anything to add before we wrap up? Was everyone able to get into the uh, the Marriott in Orlando? No. No. <laughs> Negatory ghost rider. Anybody going to Boston this weekend? No. Got a spring game here in Colorado. I'm uh, sticking in town for then our student athlete awards. So helping out with those. Taking a, taking a red eye after our spring game on Saturday. Fun. So, yeah. Drew, Drew will be up there, Jennifer. Okay, cool. I'm excited. And uh, I mean... Chuck, I was just remembering out of the, all the things that happened that weekend, like me and Jeremy just having a heart to heart in the Hall of Champions because I was, you know, going through a work situation. And he was just sitting there mentoring me. So like, how did I forget that that was happening? Like among the other millions of things was happening. So that was just, oh, you're triggering so many wonderful things. <laughs> And I was just going to add too, amongst all the craziness, amongst all the busyness that everyone was dealing with, um, it was a really special day for Vanderbilt football. We won our first SEC game. And I think of our, of our new head coaches there, I think it was three or four years and like the entire Texas marketing team and Scott and Jennifer too, but like took time to celebrate that moment with me in their marketing offices, like had it on the screen. Like we were literally like running around screaming and cheering about Vanderbilt football. And so- <laughs> I think to like Chuck's point too, like in sports, like we're all just rooting for each other. We're all dealing with the same things. And like everyone kind of felt the magnitude of that moment for me, like Texas is getting ready to play TCU on game day. And like, you know, what was probably a big college football playoff conversation um, game. And like, we're celebrating a Vanderbilt win over Kentucky, which was just like a really awesome, awesome thing. And I think it was just, you know, speaks to the people even more at Texas too. So wanted to call that out but I didn't know where else it fit <laughs> now and the last thing I would say again is just to encourage anyone listening to apply there's there's no reason not to and you can take a lot away from it or if you don't get selected or don't end up applying just go to a Texas football game if you've never been because it is borderline life-changing so that's my final words there you go that's a that's a pretty strong endorsement for you and your team there Charles all righty. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate your time hopping on for this. Thanks, guys. Good to see you, Chuck. Thank you. Y'all.